This is week four, day one together for our look through Psalm 119. I don't know if you're enjoying this study as much as I am. There's something about going through this psalm a stanza at a time that has just spoken to my heart about the beauty, the value, the strength of God's Word in our lives. Today, because we did a, a couple of in one of the days last week, today we're in the 17th stanza, the pay stanza of this psalm. Again, I'm just repeating this over and over. That means that every letter in the original started with the Hebrew letter pay, the 17th letter in the Hebrew alphabet. In our language, as we look through these, they may not start with the same letter, but they have the same value, the same truth, the same beauty. Listen to verses 129 to 136. Your statutes are wonderful, therefore I obey them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant, longing for your commands. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Redeem me from the oppression of men that I may obey your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your decrees. Streams of tears flow from my eyes, for your law is not obeyed. We've been looking together from time to time through this at these different words that are used for God's law throughout Psalm 119. And here you have the word commands used. The Hebrew word for commands is the mitzvah. And it has to do with, well, the first thing we would think of would be the Ten Commandments. The commands of God, the thou shalt and thou shalt nots of God. What to do, what not to do. To me, the idea of the commands of God is he's my creator. He made me. He knows me like no one else knows me. So this is what you should do. This is what I made you to do, what I formed you to do. And this is what you should not do. This is what I didn't make you to do, what I didn't form you to do. It's not so much a matter when you look at the commands of God of just my relationship with other people. Sometimes we take it in terms of how I might hurt others. And it does hurt others when we don't obey God's commands. Or I might serve others. It does serve others when I obey commands. But it's all about God at the beginning and the fact that he made me, that he knows me, and that I should live for him because he made me to live for him. That's what the commands of God. And that's why, as Jesus taught us, if I love God, I'm going to keep his commands. It flows out of my love for God, my relationship with God. Now, in this particular stanza, you have these words about mercy and sin and redemption. In verse 132, Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. You love the name of Jesus. You love the name of God, and in Jesus we see God in human flesh. And in the name of Jesus we find forgiveness. We find mercy because he died on the cross for us. He gave his life for us to find that mercy. So here's a prayer for mercy. Turn to me and have mercy on me. And that prayer we know is answered. It's answered at the cross. When you ask for God's mercy, that prayer will be answered. You're not begging for mercy as someone hoping something's going to happen as maybe I'm deserving of it. None of us are deserving of mercy, but all of us have been given mercy by what Jesus did on the cross, as you always do to those who love your name. So you pray for God's mercy. You pray, after you pray for God's mercy, okay, I've got his forgiveness in my life. I'm a believer. I'm living I'm living now and all into eternity because I know I have the mercy of God. Then you pray to be delivered from sin. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. I've been a believer for quite some time now, and I know there are times when sin rules over me. When a sin of pride or of jealousy or of lust or of insecurity or a sin of deciding that my way is better than God's way, 
that rules over me. Direct my footsteps so that doesn't happen, Lord. Knowing I have God's mercy, now I want to live a life that's not ruled by sin. Knowing I have God's mercy, why would I let sin begin to rule my life? I've got God's mercy. And sin, in the end, is going to destroy your life. Now, it's going to destroy it all the way into eternity, but you look at people's lives, it doesn't take all the way to eternity for sin to destroy your life. It might take five minutes or five days or five months or five years or 50 years, but it destroys lives. So don't let sin rule over me. And out of that, verse 134, redeem me from the oppression of men. Let me live a redeemed life, redeemed from oppression. Now, to be set free from oppression doesn't mean you're never going to be oppressed. It means you're set free whether you're oppressed or not. However people act towards you, you know you have a freedom in Christ. Whatever your boss does towards you, whatever the government does towards you, whatever another person does towards you, you know I have been set free from that because of what Jesus did for me. This is how you live as a believer. You live in mercy. You live not under the reign of any sin. And you live set free from any oppression in this world. And out of that comes verse 135, this attitude of make your face shine toward your servant. Teach me your decrees. That kind of, uh, I have a sense of God's face shining. God's presence is a part of my life every day of my life. I can sense that he is with me. I can sense that he's seeing what I'm going through. I can sense the joy that he has in seeing his word lived out in my life. Lord, we pray today that your face would shine upon us because we're following you as we follow you. We pray today that because of your mercy, no sin would rule over us. We would be set free from the oppressions of this world to realize we have a new life in you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.